Hello, Biohumans, and welcome to the ninth episode of the Biohumans podcast. Today, we are going to talk about intermittent fasted, fasting, intermittent, uh, intermittent fasting, Correct. and restricted feeding. Oh, are we? Okay. Yeah, it's a bit of both. Hello, people. Okay, so I'm Tia, and this is Michael. Cool. She says And so we have been a little bit slack, and we didn't do last week. That was a scheduling thing. mistake. Yeah. Not so due to us, due to our guest. Yeah. So, so, so we are perfection week. still and guests, so one nil. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's go on with our biohacks that we're currently doing. So our sauna challenge, I've only done two this week. Me too, two, two only. Two. I think two is an easy amount to stick to. I think two is actually good. That's all I've ever really done. It's only of late I've been trying to do more. Yeah, but most of like the really good long-term studies are based on like that five to six times a week where you get the maximal benefit. Yep, so we've got to up our game. But maybe when I get in like my 40s or 50s, I'll up it more. <laughs> Two's good at this point. Well, I think that's probably good maintenance. Yeah. Okay, level. well, one thing I realized yesterday is I did briefly say this, say this to you before, but yesterday's sauna was so easy. I was actually planning for this podcast, so I was writing notes in the sauna, which is why my notes are ridiculously messy. Um, and the sa- whole sauna was like the so that 30 must minutes. be pre-sweat, because that looks pretty clean. No, I know? put like a towel over my hands uh, when I was writing, so it didn't uh, like moist the paper. Okay. I had a technique. Okay. No, no, okay. You thought it through. Yeah. And um, this the whole 30 minutes, like usually by the last 10 minutes, I'm dying and me I'm t- bouncy and too. sometimes I need to jump out for a second. Was there water in there? In where? Do you take water in you? Yeah, I always yeah. take water. Yeah. yeah. I can't like drink a lot though. I do feel a bit... I like, just do little sips. I feel bloated little if I drink sip. too much. Little sip, really? Yeah, yeah, I feel bloated in there. I don't know why. I think because I'm expanding, but yeah, I always feel bloated at the end of the shower. Not, the not sauna. me. No, I nope. feel great. I forbode it. When I run out of water, I don't have much left because that's sort of, I'll just drink a sip and then I'll go two more minutes and I'll drink another sip and I'll go two more. But then when there's no water, there's no two more minute thing. I don't know who I asked, but I asked someone before when I was in there, I'm like, can you go fill up this water bottle for me (laughs) when I was in there? Because it's so hot and you can't run down the stairs sweating and I didn't want to use tap water. No. So once you get out, that's it. Yeah. You don't. Unless, so I've never done this, you could have a... Sh- I'm going to do this now that I'm saying it. I'm going to do it at home though. So I'm yep. going to... This is the thing I'm going to do. Sauna, pool, back into the sauna. So you're just going to run through the house naked in between your sauna. Just don't slip on the They on don't the care what I do. No. I wouldn't, I'm not, you don't need to run. <laughs> it's not that far. <laughs> it's not the Cool down. Out the thing. And then boom. Having said that, the pool was a bit yucky yesterday because there was a dead possum in it. <laughs> what? A great big dead possum. And Ellie texted me and said, uh, there's a dead possum in the pool and I can't get it out. And I was like, well, why not? Because <laughs> you didn't want to. So I had to oh go my God. and get it out. How did it die? Drown? Uh, well, I don't know. It didn't, it, I didn't give it an autopsy. <laughs> just just autopsy then. Straight in the bin. Oh, my but God. Anyway. So okay. that's what I'm going to do. Sauna, so pool, I'm not going to come to your pool party. <laughs> I'll know. tell you what, I put so much chlorine in. Have you ever seen a pool that's got too much chlorine? No. It's it's bright blue. Really? Like bright blue. When it should water should just be clear. Yeah. So I figured I I'll put too much if chlorine. If you have a pool party and people ask why I'm not That swimming. could be why the possum died. It yeah. was walking past innocently and this waft of chlorine must have and it fainted and fell in the pool and drowned. <laughs> Did possum stain? Don't know. 
But it, what could have happened is Bella chased it into the pool and then it couldn't get out. Yeah. Okay, so our other biohacks, oil pulling. I'm doing that 90% of the time. 100%. And... Though, I've run out of oil. Is a bit of a is a bit of a first world problem here. Use coconut oil. I don't have any. Co- I was, I was, I was just, I've run out of oil. Use olive oil. I've run out of oil. I have you to go get have some no today. Well, in the gym, that's when I where I do it. I don't do oh, it at home. Oh, okay. So I, my, I've got a bit of a first world problem here. You should get the huge jars of coconut oil. I don't. Does do dudes at all? You know how I like to do it. I like to put my mouth on the bottle. Yeah, you imagine if you have a massive jar. You can't do that. Okay. <laughs> with coconut oil. And what is that other biohack we're on right now? Uh, I am on to EMS. Well, yep, EMS in once a week. I only did one. Yeah, I only did one as I well. like to do two. Two would be better. But one's so a good amount. Yeah, I only got to one. And it was a horribly hard one too, which was which was good. And my meditating oh, is yeah, my other meditating. I, I did six out of seven days. I think I did two. Half hour. I'm up to half hour now. I'm doing 15 minutes. I'm on 10 minutes. That's a good one. Have you tried the brain.fm no. app? You've, I can't tell you. <laughs> um, it's got some weird thing. It's hard to describe unless you do it. But I choose... I'll just run you through it. I choose the meditation because it's got a whole heap of different functions. But I choose meditation, then unguided meditation because you could choose guided then you get to choose 15 or 30 minutes. I'm choosing 30. And then the m- music, it could be music, could be rain, could be thunder, could be some Tibetan singing bowls thing. Yeah. They've got a whole heap of different ones and you can just scroll through to the one, whatever you feel like doing. And then what happens is you're listening to Say the Rain and then it's got this weird background, like it sort of goes... I'm doing a terrible thing here, but it's something, it, and it—it's—I can't, and it, that's the spo- the thing that is supposed to get your um, brain into whatever the meditative state is, theta waves, or I don't probably mm. should do it. whatever okay. it is, whatever it is, and and you can you can only Justin's going, and and boom, you're—I don't know, you're. You're, you're not somewhere it. else, but you're in some sort of, um, z- and I can really tell, and I've, and it is, it is that it's called entrainment, is what they call it. It's okay. to get you to do, be really good at meditating without you actually being very good at meditating. Yeah. If that makes sense. Well, the Headspace app is no music. It's just guided. Hey, this is a one of a kind thing. Then well, no one else in the world off is the doing podcast this. because I only like I forget the yeah. second until you remind me here. Yeah, I, I actually now. And not doing any other meditation. Okay. It's so deep. Yeah. I was mixing it up with my other, with my Insight Timer app, but mm, I don't know. I'm really liking this other one. Okay. Well, I think that is everything for our biohacks. Oh, I have two other biohacks. Okay, go. I bought that vape oil (laughs) device from America and I got it, but I just haven't really experimented with it yet. You're supposed to have 10 puffs. And I haven't bothered to do that yet. So I need to what just... What have you done? I've had three puffs. Just Why didn't you go ten? Why didn't you go ten straight off the bat? What are you scared I'm of? Not scared. It's not psychedelic, I'm, is well, it? Well, no. It's not yeah. a psychedelic. But it's you can do um, CBD too much. They all say that. They always say you sh- if you're doing, say, drops, which I've got also. But if you mm-hmm. do drops, you should start off with three drops. Okay. Then five drops. Then seven drops. Until you fi- kind of figure out for yourself what works and what doesn't work. 
So I have that attitude now with the vape and my marijuana coconut oil thing, which I had last night because I've had a massive week and I was went and watched May do hockey? indoor hockey. And that finishes late. Like we can get home till nine and I'm usually asleep at 8.30. So you know when you don't go to bed at the time you normally do, you're in a little bit of strife yeah. for getting to sleep. So I thought I'm just going to take a great big... And I took probably double the highest amount I've ever taken last night. So technically you still had oil. <laughs> could have oil poured with your... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, I did oil pour yesterday. But anyway, no, I'm saying I'm struggling today, yeah. like tomorrow. But anyway, I, that was too much. That but I didn't f- it put you to sleep? Oh, and I was just woke up in a daze. Oh, wow. Like today you woke up still a little bit. Yeah, hopeless. Drugged and it out. Took me, yeah, I don't know if drugged out's the right word, but I don't know. And um, I woke up just feeling in a fog and it took to the first coffee where I felt normalish again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be taking that much again. Well, at least you know your doses. Testing. Yep. So I think that's me and biohacks. What about you? I think that's it as well. Mm. Been a little bit slack in my meditation. I don't know why. It's, it's so hard for me to get into it, but like I feel awesome doing it and I feel so much better yep. like going to bed doing it. But yep. I, I always know. think yeah. when I'm doing it, this is the greatest free thing a human being can do. Even though I did pay for that brain.fm. I was going to say, I paid for my app. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've got a year subscription uh, on that bad boy. very cheap and you could do it for free. You don't need an app. Yeah. True. Mm. Okay, so intermittent fasting. Is that right? Intermittent fasting. Okay, I think you're going to start on this one because you've actually been doing this for a long time, even without even realizing you were intentionally doing this. So it's just based on like what your daily routine became because you stopped eating in the afternoons. No, that was 100% intentional. Okay. Well, I thought it was intentional. I first ran across intermittent fasting because a famous um, TV presenting doctor who now... Not Dr. Oz, right? Not Dr. Oz. (laughs) Uh, Dr. Michael Mosley. I don't know if I would have remembered had you not said that because I was trying to... You know when you can't remember something? Anyway, Michael Mosley. He's done a whole heap of things for BBC television on health and he did one on fasting and he ran through it all. His his sort of background is, is that his dad was a diabetic. Yep, type 2, type 1. Type 2. Yep. And he was heading that way, but he was—he's a GP and interested in health. But you know how everyone thought fat was bad and carbohydrates were okay, and, and yeah, that, that was the all, idea of how eating bread is fine. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah. So he's like, that's how I was brought up, and then him and along with all the rest of us have gone. Hang on, uh, everyone's getting super sick. Well, maybe this uh, dietary thing is no good. So he started doing whole heaps of episodes on on this stuff. He's brought out a few books and he did um, this one on intermittent fasting. And he went to a place in America that has this protocol where you do three days of complete nothing. So full fast. Water, full fast. And the reason being is in your body, there's this thing called IGF-1, insulin-like growth factor one. Yeah. And if you can somehow get that as low as possible, but not too low, which is the stupid bit, it's got to be... <laughs> just right. Just, just got, is this little zone. If you can get to this zone, what happens is your DNA, instead of whenever a DNA gets damaged, your body can decide to either 
kill that and replicate it and thus making that telomere a bit shorter and you only get so many divisions in your entire life. So that's one way. And the other more preferable way is get instead of your body just ditching that damaged cell, for your body just to repair it, which is much better. But if your IGF-1 is really high, the body just chooses to kill. Boom. Yeah. If you can get into this Goldilocks zone, the body will choose to do the other way. Thus, your telomere is not getting shorter and hopefully you live longer. Yeah. So he did. this was their whole thing and he did it. And uh, it, it was funny because he'd never done anything like this in, in the past. So they took all his blood work and before and afters, blah, blah, blah. And he got to the third day and they're filming him and he just looks like a wreck. Yeah. And he looked at the camera and he said, this was pre doing all of the blood work. So he didn't know how he'd gone. Yeah. And he looked at the camera and he goes, I don't care if this comes back super healthy. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. <laughs> so anyway, he did his numbers were out of this world. All, all, all of what they said was going to happen, happened. So to me, that was a big uh, wake up to how powerful intermittent fasting was. And the end bit of the show was you don't have to do this three-day thing. Yeah. The three-day thing was good because it got your intermittent sorry your igf1 into this goldilocks zone for three months so you only had to do the three day thing every three months they'd figured out to keep it in that zone yeah but he's like there's no way i'm I'm not doing that (laughs) so there's there's the other ways that um that you can do it the one that i like to do is the condensed eating window version Yep. Which is your 16 hours on, 8 hours off. Yeah, restricted f- feeding. Yeah. So, well, that's condensed eating. No, it's not restricted. You can eat as much as you like. Well, restricted feeding hours, not restricted yes. what you eat. Yeah. Eat whatever you But what But the thing is, is, what happens then is, if you've only got 8 hours to eat and you're not making it a mission to eat as much as you can, you're only going to eat so much. Yeah. It's just how it works out. Um... They did another, uh, in this show that I watched, they did another one where the... Because a couple of years ago, they were just mucking around with different ways to do it and could we get the same results as this three-day thing. And so one of the ones I came up with was you had one day of eating whatever you liked and on the next day, you had to eat whatever they made for you, which was 500 calories of really good eating, yeah, like veg and a protein. Um, and then on the next day, you could eat whatever, McDonald's burgers, whatever you wanted. So what they found was, and they got obese people to do it. So just say on the um, the 500 calorie day, so that the people would do that. And then on the next day, so just say that that was like a quarter of the calories that they'd normally eat. Yeah. On the next day, the researchers thought, these people to catch up are going to eat 175% of what they normally eat because yeah. that, that was just what they thought. And they found absolutely consistently across the board that people only eat 110%. So if on one day you're having 25% and on the next day having 110%, keep doing that for a while, you lose weight. Yeah, because you're eating less throughout the week. Yeah. So that for weight loss, intermittent fasting is, no matter how you do it, is fabulous. Yeah. Okay, and then the other common way to do it is a 24 
which is the um, 20 hours of fasted and four hours of eating. Now, a lot of people do this one only twice a week. So they eat throughout the week regular, but then twice a week they'll do 20 hour fast with four hour eating windows. I had not heard of that one. And that one also has delivered like a lot of the similar results as well. I think all the stuff that I've run across is there's a whole heap of different ways to do it. So you can just skip a meal. That could be classed as intermittent fasting, which really works well for people that are on the paleo diet. Because if you eat, say you had, I'm going to eat bacon and eggs, say, and you have 20 pieces of bacon, just say. Yeah. <laughs> there's no possible way as a paleo person, uh, as long as there's no sugar involved, that you'll be wanting to eat for probably till the next day. Yeah. So that, that could be uh, really... So with paleo... Out, my attitude always was, if I'm not hungry and uh, whatever, I don't have to eat. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because that, then that was a powerful thing because I always ate breakfast, lunch, dinner, breakfast, lunch, dinner yeah. and snacks and breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacks. But when I started doing paleo, I realized, well, actually don't need to eat. That's one of the reasons to be paleo. If you're satiated, then you're satiated. You don't need to eat. But when you eat sugar, you're always hungry because yeah. as soon as that sugar gets burnt off, your body says, give me some more sugar. Yeah. Okay. So I've, I've looked into intermittent, intermittent fasting a while ago and I did it for a bit when I was doing a ketogenic based diet, yep. but because of like my hormones and stuff it was actually really bad for it. So I was getting negative results. Yeah. Um, and the one thing, cause one of my problems is I have a certain amount of calories I need to eat a day because I train like a crazy person. Yep. So I can't under eat. And I never saw the point of putting it in a restricted time frame because I'm not going to be able to get all my food in. But I was looking at a couple of studies. I don't know the proper statistics on me, but we'll put it in like our show notes. But people that ate is within that a, a... complete lie? We've never done show notes. I have. Really? On the website, yeah, where Jesus the link Christ. is, there is notes. <laughs> you just okay. haven't even looked. Okay. Busted for so not looking. They did, a, they did two groups of people and they did... I'm not going to do full statistics... But it, they restricted the feeding into the 16 and 8. And then over the 12-week period, they had the calories consistent on both teams. And they had three workouts a week. And the people who had the restricted feeding actually increased their strength, their endurance, and gained a lot more muscle mass than the other group. Wow. So what happens is, um, worst science ever, is that when you... Well, the Have science I looked like at when you intermittently fast, your growth hormone increases. Yeah, so that's where the muscle mass comes into play. Mm. So you will gain a lot more muscle because mm. when you so all the stuff that your body I had had on my other notes but didn't print it off. So all your metabolic stuff, enzymes mm. and things like that, mm. when you eat through such a large window, they actually start to like decline. Like they don't they're not as effective as they are like in the mornings when you're more insulin sensitive. So throughout the day, your body makes it hard to, harder to like process the food properly and to digest all your food. So if you can keep your window in shorter, your body's going to like use up the food a lot more effectively as opposed to storing it and things like that. Yep, I've so, heard it's very similar. Yeah, so things. even keeping your calories consistent, but just reducing the window and keeping it with your circadian rhythm. So keeping it within daylight. So not eating, you know, when the sun starts to go down and things like that. So the increasing muscle mass is what I'm more excited about because I suck at gaining muscle. So I haven't bought, ran across any of that because I don't really care about gaining muscle. Yeah. I want to make sure I'm not gaining weight, which is what this yeah. intermittent fasting 
for me is fabulous at. Uh, it doesn't matter almost what I do, but I kind of do the same thing anyway. But yeah. it's just really hard to for your weight to change. Yeah. Because you only can eat in... There's only so much you can eat yeah, <laughs> in the in that eight time hours. Um, especially doing exercise and being active and whatnot. It's just really difficult to put on weight. So a couple of weeks people do this and one of the biggest ones, so if some people eat breakfast in the morning and then count their eight hours and stop eating at like 2 or 3 p.m. That's what I do. That's but exactly what I do. You had this issue at the start and a lot of people say by the time they get to bedtime, they are so alert and they can't fall asleep. And the reason why you're supposed to be so alert because you're hungry is because that's when we're supposed to be hunting. So the hunters went out and they haven't eaten for like 24 hours and they're starving and they're a lot more alert in order to hunt and do things. So a lot of people find at the start that they're so awake when they're trying to go to bed because they haven't eaten for hours. Did you say that you had similar no, to that? No, I don't think I did have that. You didn't have trouble sleeping? No, what I had, no, my f- trouble f- for doing it was is because... One of the problems with human beings is we somehow fall into our habits, yeah, like breakfast, lunch, dinner, or whatever our other habits are, and we don't really know where we got these habits from. We never actually decided ever, well, most people anyway, definitely not me, I'm going to do this yep. until I started doing all of this where I've decided I'm going to eat low-carb paleo-type diet. I'm going to do intermittent fasting. I'm going to do these all these other exercises and just really planned it out and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. So I was unbelievably used to eating all the time. Yeah. So it was when it came to try and do it on the first night, I got it, I woke up in the middle of the night starving. Yeah. Sleepwalked down to the fridge and got myself a cup of cream and drunk <laughs> like probably 200 meals of cream <laughs> at least. And then back to sleep. I uh, felt very useless in the morning for not having made it. But then I just kept chipping away at it. And then I think the second time I tried it, I got it. And then it was been a piece of cake ever since. Yeah. So one of the biggest problems people do, like they'll say, I want to do 20 hours and four hours eating like straight off the bat. And they're just setting themselves up for failure. So they say it's just well, That is what happened. I failed on the first yeah. one. But it's, I'm used to that now with all this stuff. Because... If, you, if you've eaten or done whatever for the whole of your life and then you just suddenly go, I'm going to do something different, it's tough. Yeah. It's really hard. So you just got to, I'm just used to mucking it up and then going, all right, I'll just try it again or do something slightly different and tweak. Yeah. So they did, most people say that they do eat within a, t- like an eight hour window or 10, well, optimal, like you, anything under 12 hour window is good. You will get the benefits, but the nine hours, eight, nine hours is the optimal time. The nine to 10 hours for females, they say, and then men can have a little bit lower. All the reading that I did on girls is, this is not as great for girls as it is for guys. Yeah, it's great for guys. Because of the hormones. Yeah. Well, guys are hunters. They're supposed to go hours without eating, whereas chicks sit around and they graze quite a bit the other day. I think possibly more important is, is the difference in hormones. Yeah. Is, is where it's at. So got hormones play a huge part in so many things sort of like weight loss. So for me, I, there really is very little contraindications for men doing it. There could be That's some conditions. So I'm like tick, tick, tick. But then for women, there it was like a whole heap of like if I was... A really skinny woman and i'm doing 
um, intermittent fasting because intermittent fasting is like a stress. Yeah. It's the, it's it's putting the body into um, scarcity. Yeah. So for men, like you're saying, if if what's what's true about this hunter type concept, well, we're kind of cool with that, yeah. seemingly. Whereas for women, not so cool with that. Yeah. So I I can't give too many. Like, I didn't really spend hours and hours researching what... So, all I can say for women is if you're going to do it, you're going to have to do a bit of research. Yes. Yeah, so, a bit of trial and error. for women, they do recommend the window wider than the men. De- so yeah, that's definite. you got to find your window. So, anything under a 12-hour feeding window is good. I think the problem is, you know, you talked about this 24-hour fast. A 24-hour fast hour normally hour. is 24 hours. Yeah. Bang. So, women can do that. No problem. No a 24-hour fast. Yep, no problem. This intermittent window thing with the 16, 8 or yeah. 14, 10 or whatever you're going to do, I, th- I think where women run into the problem is when it's consistent. Yeah. Because I do this every day. Yeah. Kind of. But I don't – there'll be probably two days in the week I won't do it exactly. I might do 12 hours or 14 hours or something like that. Yeah. So I think having it the same – is probably bad from what I've read and you're best off mixing it up a bit, which I'm not doing on purpose, but is actually happening. Well, they in the study showed that if you did two times a week where you had your window like larger, yep. your eating window, you still had the same effects. So you're yeah. like two weeks yeah. to mess up, which is Especially like Especially if you've been doing it for like four or five years. Yeah. You're going to be solid by then. Yeah. So they also did another study on women and they showed that women that um, ate, didn't eat food within about a four-hour period before they went to bed had a decreased risk in, a well, 40% decreased risk in breast cancer. Yep, and I don't know that. the proper percentage just off my head, but there's also a huge decreased risk in recurring breast cancer as well. This is where all this IGF-1 stuff is comes in. Yeah. And why they think it, it's best for cancer if that's as low as possible. Yep. But it can't be too low because if it's too low... You get brittle bones, um, mainly it was brittle bones, fatigue, other type symptoms. So you've got to have just enough of it. But if there's too much, you get this cell death and replication and increased risk of cancer, which is what most people would be. Yeah. Unless they're doing low-carb type stuff of some variety. Yeah. Or they're just genetic freaks better than you and me which could happen easily yes so there is an app um called zero which you can download free on your phone that allows you to help track and it's got like little graphs and things like that so it's pretty like you kind of get that reward system from seeing you've cheered throughout the week and how many hours you've fasted um but is there anything else you want to add on intermittent fasting let's go over the steps that people should take no, well, that, did you make a list of the benefits of intermittent fasting? Um, well, we did it. We went a couple I'm going to do it. Yep, I made go. a list. Okay, All right, ready? Number one, it's really good for maintaining weight. It's good for losing weight too, but once you get there, it's fabulous for weight maintenance. Yeah. Uh, increase longevity. So as we've been talking about this telomere thing. We've yeah. talked about telomeres, haven't we? Yes. Perfect. Uh, apparently, neuroprotection, because you've got this like increased um, window where your body's not having to focus on digestion, 
the body can in focus on other things like allowing the brain to be less inflamed and to do brain repair yeah. of some variety. Uh, increase in insulin sensitivity, which just seems like a no-brainer. Which everyone needs to like kind yeah, of look into a little bit today. You can't be too good at that. Yeah. The better that, the better. Um, apparently, stronger uh, resistance to stress and stresses. Yeah. Which would be linked to being less inflamed. Yeah. Well, stress is one of the biggest causes for so many diseases today. Mm. So being able to handle even just everyday stress is a huge factor. I also had increased mental clarity, which. W- you talked about yeah so it makes you a lot more alert better blood lipids so apparently lower triglycerides and better cholesterol and they kind of all work together your triglycerides and your um ldl hdl relationship yeah so if if they're all better they're all better if that makes sense (laughs) improved cancer prevention through calorie restriction which has been a zillion uh, studies on rats and things with that, and improved gut health. And the improved gut health through just giving the body a chance to have a rest. Yeah, giving all like your gut lining walls and everything a chance to heal after you've just kind of ripped it through with food. Because your body's just working constant if you're just digesting food all day. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, they were the ones I got. Yep, and then I also saw the increase in speed, endurance... Yeah, um, I didn't do any weight loss. research on that. Yeah, and um, yeah, a lot of a uh, lot on performance. Okay, so if people want to start applying intermittent fasting, so I think I'm going to start applying it. Um, I'm going to start with a ten hour window, and then I'll move towards a nine. Oh, I'll probably start with like I'll go ten to twelve at the start to make it consistent, and then I want to move towards a nine. Daily. 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 But I will give myself the two days a week of flexibility if necessary. I find I've got to have one day yeah. where I just am able to eat like a pig. Because yeah. sometimes like if I have a training at six, like tonight, I'll be training at 6 p.m. So it's hard to train really hard and then not eat afterwards. Things like that. Yeah, but most of the time I train diff- in the yeah, day. We do different things. So for yeah. me, I can do it. Because I think men are different. Yeah. So I find that I can tough it out for a while. But they'll just get to the point where if I just don't eat one big meal, which I feel afterwards awful, yeah. then I get into trouble, if yeah. that makes sense. So I um, never end up eating terrible food or anything. I just eat a lot and yeah. then I just have a little bit more of a rest and I seem fine. Yep. It just boosts back your um, glucose level, I think, which is important if you're doing lots of exercise. All right, so one of the biggest things... What day are we starting? Tomorrow. Because I've got Saturday. a post-dinner after juicy tonight and I have breakfast at 5 a.m. And I won't eat till like, till like 8, 9 p.m. tonight. <laughs> so, so what... What? All right, so it's Saturday? Saturday. It's tomorrow. Yeah. What time will you stop eating? Um. So... I think I might bring my breakfast in and make my breakfast a little bit later because I think I only have like an hour and a half or two hours of work and then I can eat breakfast. So I might even start trying to move my breakfast a couple hours after after a few clients, like give like a five-minute gap if I need to. Well, if you get up, you always feel great. Yeah. 
after fasting. Like that's just that mental clarity thing. Um, you just you feel clean and I always feel great. Well, they also say no coffee, which is going to be a tough one for me because I have coffee pinch as soon as I get up. But I, f- I find I can go a couple hours before I need to eat. Yeah. But then, like, it's like, ooh, I yeah. need food. I need food. So. So the hardest part is, like, working around your schedule. So because I eat breakfast at 5 a.m., it means I have to stop eating around 2, 3 p.m., which yep. is, like. You probably have to be more strict than me because you do that yeah, heavy jiu-jitsu, heavy stuff work where you need some protein and whatnot. Yeah. Whereas I don't do so much of that. And if I, just so I get my food wrong and I get to three o'clock, that's sort of what I try and, I go, no more food. Yeah. If I've only eaten half of what I normally eat, should eat for the day, well, that's just tough. I just yeah. get tough. I'm going to eat it tomorrow. And because just the way, because men are better and I don't do what you do, I can do it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's super duper easy, but, I'll, but I think it requires just some organization. As long as, as, yeah, long yours, as you're organized. just going to have to, yeah, yeah, be on top of it. Yeah, as long as I'm aware of it. That's why giving yourself the two days of flexibility, if you do mess up that day and say you train it like later or at night, just be like, it's okay. Yeah, I'll just point. like stretch it too. As long as it says under the 12 hours. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And 12 hours is an easy bracket. It should be, because you yeah. sleep for how long? Seven, <laughs> six, seven. Yeah, well, you shouldn't eat three or four hours before going to bed. Yeah. So there's there's three or four, and then seven hours of sleep. You just got to yeah. two more hours. Bang. So yeah. so easy being a woman. <laughs> no, but it is hard. So. Okay, so a couple things. Um, people. So you should try and commit to at least one week. So you won't feel. A lot of people won't feel great straight away. Because it is like a new habit and you might feel hungry. Not only that, but it can be a detox. Yeah. And and when I detox, I'm so bad at it. I always get headaches and feel horrendous. Yeah, so you will have some level of withdrawal. So you do need to like force yourself a one week of commitment so there isn't an ad- adaptation period. Just like any like new diet or new like training regime or anything like that. Um, so start start slow. Don't go super crazy and do like a 20-hour fast straight off the bat. Unless you're doing like a three-day fast, super extreme. But I think you can just do smaller, like big brackets and just ease into it. You don't have to go I super once crazy. I made, once I made one of the 16, eight days, like I'd made it one of... Then that taught me, oh, I can't... Yeah. That wasn't as impossible as I thought. And to, I really did think it was a big deal and I was a legend and it was i've done something spectacular and now i think <laughs> it's yeah. just so easy what was i what was i on back then but it's just so habitually ingrained yeah to eat breakfast lunch dinner breakfast lunch dinner breakfast lunch dinner yeah, well, big society, fat dinner too not just any old dinner well most of our like social society is based around eating so you eat with True. your family or you have True. breakfast with your family or you have lunch with your workmates True. or go out for food or True. You snack together what happens when you get invited out what are you going to do be flexible be aware like move your breakfast if you need to but that's where those two like days of flexibility come into play what if you've got a third inv- invitation it's up to you it's like i guess i'm not gonna like ruin a whole social life because of it like i'll still get i've done plenty of times where i've gone to a cocktail party and just not eaten whatsoever had a couple of drinks but Uh, but you had drinks you might as well just eat it's still like you're still making your body like digestive enzymes a couple of drinks of 
soda water. Okay. That's it. Okay, no, okay. Yeah. And then I just chit-chatted with everybody. Yep. And they're like, what's wrong with you? Well, I don't drink and I go out and don't drink and stuff. Well, you're laughing. You can always pre-eat, yeah, which is like organized. a good tactic. Um, also expect to your workouts to not be as effect like as strong in the beginning. So you might feel a bit tired. You know, might not be pushing as much weight, or you might not have as endurance. That's your body is going yep. to do something. So 100%. people need to ex- accept that that's what they're going to go through. Same as they're doing like low carb or keto. Those things yep. are the same. Um, one of the biggest. Well, you're changing what fuel source you're using. Yeah. You're going from carb to fat. Yeah, when doing keto. And the body needs time to be able to. You need to adapt. Yeah, build up the substrates to be able to process all that. Yeah. Um, and one of the biggest issues people do is they eat too much food at once because they're trying to cram their food in. So if you're overeating every meal, your body's going to have some extreme digestive issues. No, but the thing with that is if if you're low-carb paleo. Yeah. And like that's like my, let's I, I can only eat whatever today, so I'm going to have 20 bacon rashes. Once you do something like that, you can't eat. Yeah. That's it, you're done. Whereas if it was pasta or bread you can gobble as much of that down as you like and then you once your body's whatever did it'll say give me some more and you can just go and go yeah. and go so it does depend on what you're eating yeah hopefully our listeners are low carb ish not sugars and i'm not sugars i'm like middle ground i guess I'll, you'll consider me ish low carb what, i eat good what carbs. naughty thing is are you eating i eat oats but ham, but oats is okay as long as it's not like. And then I do like have a little bit. like maybe one serving of food a day. One serving of food. And then cool. sometimes I have like potato. Yeah, no, and that's then cool. Sometimes I have rice. So you have what rice? Yeah, I do rice skis, but not too much. Just a bit. Like a hundred grams. Hundred grams. Mm, how much is a cup of rice? Uh, it's probably like a bit less than half a cup. Okay, that's quite a bit of rice. So. <laughs> yeah, that's on big squat and deadlifting days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fickle. It does does depend. That doesn't sound too bad. There's no breads and and pastas and and like today like I've that. got four hours of uh put three and a half of jiu jitsu and self defense training. Yeah, you're laughing. So no, you can definitely do that. Yeah. All right, we'll go off track. Oh, can I tell you though? I'm going to uh, uh, make intermittent fasting to the next level. Yeah. So I haven't been doing this, but I've sort of mucked around with it. This is my plan. Daily, 16-8. Yep. With, you know, except, exceptions during the week. Then every month, I want to do a 24-hour fast, which I did try last time. You should do that on the first No, the I made 27 month. hours last time. Okay, so you want to do 24 hours? Just 24. So I, can, I proved I can easily do that. We'll do it on the first day of the month. Okay. Let me just do it in like yeah. three or something. First day, day of the days. month. I wonder what day that is. Or if that's It doesn't matter what day it is. No. Do it on within the first three days of the no. month. No. First day. Okay. You've just got to be hard bastard. Committed. Yep. And then every three months. Can I eat your food that you don't eat that day? <laughs> that every three months, three day fast. Okay. My sort of three day fast. Not your, not the, you can't have anything fast. So wait, what's your sort of three day Coffee fast? Coffee is in the three day fast. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just having a coffee fast. Coffee is in. Yep, yep. Um, I could do three days because I have coffee and cream all day. <laughs> cream, unfortunately, <laughs> is banned. Which means I'll probably drink less coffee because I actually don't like coffee without the cream in no. it. So probably won't have that much coffee. 
Okay. So that I think that's going to be my regime. So that's for all those benefits that we talked about before, but also the longer ones to improve my immunity, let my body have a big rest, uh, yeah. detox. The, I think the longer you do it, the more of a detox. Yeah. And it's on, I think it's on some sort of um, logometric yeah. sort of scale. Okay, so you're going to do your first another 24-hour fast in a couple of days then. What day is that? So by our next podcast, you better tell us about so that. The date today is it's the, the 27th. 27th, 28th, 29th, Sunday, 30th, Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday's a good day. I'm cool yeah, with that. Perfect. I'm, cool um, I'm going that. to starting tomorrow. I will decide on my window, but probably I'm going to post up like the 10, 11 hour window. Might even be like weekends, probably a bit tighter. Weekends, I can be stricter. Than weekdays. So what? What are the reasons for you doing in from intermittent fasting? I want to see if it will affect the increase of muscle mass, hmm. and then also. Um, How are you gonna know that? Because there's a lot of com- confounding factors. Because I take forever to gain muscle. For me, muscle and strength is like. What if one? All right, slow. you're doing this. You're yeah. doing it, but then one day you just we're downstairs. And you decide, I want to do that EMS stuff with that eccentric loading thing that you were watching on the TV the other day. And then you do that. But that will only change my biceps. Because <laughs> there's not, you can't do that for all your body. <laughs> so I'm just going to have these oversized biceps. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. But um, I start with like a sports dietitian next Wednesday. Okay. That works like figure competitors to mm. help with like the weight gain that I gain from all my hormones. So... Well, that'll be interesting to see what she comes up with. Yeah. Is it a girl or a guy? I think I'm going to see the guy. So, here we go. But um, and, and hopefully they're not like, oh, don't do that because you need to eat this many calories in one day. Um, yeah, there might be something like that. So, that's why so I said we'll that'll be interesting. So, we'll have to have a post post bit like we do our yeah. biohacks to see what, what they come up with. But they also like the 24... Um, people that didn't want to fast regularly just did that twice a week and had um, very similar benefits. So I think that was around that like five, 600 calories within just like two times a week. So just eating less calories twice a week. Yep. Yeah. And they There's just so many ways ate to do dinner it. pretty much. I think you've got to get the principle of it and then try one way, look at your lifestyle, um, see what time you get up, what time you get to bed, what you sort of get up to during the week and then choose something and then give it a shot. Yeah. I agree. And you see what works for you. But yeah, I'm interested to see the muscle mass one because there's so many studies on that. Because hmm. it helps with your um, growth. So hormones. are you just going to go by, are you going to measure something? Yep, so I'm going to use the oh, Zero yeah. app and I will post. No, no, no. no. But how are you going to know if the muscle mass stuff's working or not? I'll see. <laughs> just gonna look. I'll, I'll flex more. Flex. I'll do a daily flex. It's daily flex, and we all judge. <laughs> yeah, three judge. judges. Yeah, and we write our little score, and no one looks. And see if I come end, buffer. We we judge. When I start getting compliments, <laughs> saying, "Hey, you gain more muscle." <laughs> yeah, that's when I know. Okay, but if you lost fat, then you would just look as though you've gotten more muscle because you've lost fat well if my strength and stuff is going up then i'm probably more likely to gain more muscle okay, here we go now, it, now we're talking okay for how long are you what's this how long is this experiment gonna i'm run gonna for? try and do a month one month and then see how i feel okay so that's it that's your only reason to do it yep i'm gonna get buff all right what if it doesn't work <laughs> 
you don't get buff. Then oh, I'm sure I'll get other benefits out of it. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. See how I feel after the four weeks. Hmm. What's well, mine's easy. I just don't want to get fatter again. Yeah. And so I check myself on the scales quite regularly, and they're not changing no matter what I do. And sometimes I even get less than so. To see to me seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. Well, my weight's already dropping. I'm already like four kilos down since like the hormones are kicked in. I'll tell you what the other thing I like intermittent fasting for. Mm-hmm. If if I'm doing it and I'm regular, especially if I do the ones like 16-8 is not a challenge. So, but if I do the 24-hour one, for yeah. instance, that that's a challenge. Um, and I make it to the end. It shows me that I'm the boss of food, yeah. not the food. Food's the boss of me. Sometimes, um, you know, if you do like a ridiculously hard workout and then you forget to eat, and then it's a couple hours later, yeah. and your body's just like... Right. You can't just can't think of anything else but food. Yeah. And then you invariably eat something terrible, from, you know, and it's like at the end, well, what happened then? I'm not the boss. My body made me do something naughty. Yeah. So, But when I do a 24-hour one or something like that, I always think at the end, I'm the boss. Yeah, imagine how much free time you'll have if you do a 24-hour fast. When you're not like having to eat food. Not having to eat, that's a good point. Well, see, the problem is Ellie makes all my stuff. Yeah. So I don't get that. You don't have to cook and you no. eating is quite quick Still, anyway. uh, eating takes me half an hour. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, you're right. You'd have more, more time to do stuff. Yeah. There you go. Another, another hack. Boom. Another hack. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll give that a go. I reckon we covered it. Add? It's definitely worth a try. There's heaps on Google. I recommend this trying Mark Daly's Apples. Um, he's excellent. Or there's another place called Lean Gains. His yeah. website's excellent too. Yeah, there's so fasting. many awesome studies on it. So you've got to find what works for you. So yeah, females cannot expect to have the exact same results as men because we are completely different. So for the females, you've got to find what window works best. Okay, what's coming up? Next week, have we got Michael lined up? No idea. Okay. We have not decided I'll t- I'll our next that. week's podcast yet. I have him lined up. He okay. said yes. We've got the technology. Yep. No, we don't. You didn't have an extra mic yet, do you? We do now. What? Oh, I've got to get the mic. No, I'll yeah, organize that today. Uh, that's your job. We're getting that system set up. Perfect. So it'll be beautiful. He's going to chit-chat. He's going to tell us all about massage. Have you ever had a massage with him? Yep. Not bad. I find him excellent. Yeah. As in, I hate doing it, but I feel great afterwards. Yeah, I try and get massages regularly if I can. One podcast I do want to do in the future, we'll talk more offline, off air. Um, I want to do a podcast on why you shouldn't be drinking tap water. Because uh, that's something I've only really started to do is make sure all the water I drink is filtered water. After with all my hormone issues, one of the things he said, do not touch tap water. So yeah. it's one I'd like to do a lot more research into. And, uh, to go we got one of those stone jug yeah. things. I want to get one of them, but they're like $500-ish. The one we got was about 300 and it filters out everything yeah. pretty comprehensively. And then, so we've got that. Then we've got an $800 one that does exactly the same thing, but then it's got all these volcanic-type rock-type things in Why the bottom of it. Why do you have two? <laughs> because With an eye roll. we didn't know at the time that um, when when you filter out everything, yeah, you're filtering out everything. But in water, there's heaps of st- stuff that is good. So the 
$800 one filters out everything and then it drops into another section where all the rocks are and remineralizes the water. Okay, so you get all the good stuff. So you get all the good stuff back. So okay. that's like, you know, so the, the other one was 200 and it's good. And then so to have it pretty great and you got to spend $800. Yeah. And then we've got this other device that uh, you put it, it, you put the water into this. It's almost like a blender, and it creates a vortex and spins the water, giving the water life energy. So you guys get to choose <laughs> what type of water you feel like drinking that day. I think we've done the vortex one uh, for a long time because you've got to spin the water for like 15 minutes or some really? such time. Yeah, I don't know too much about that one. So I was pretty cool with the first $200 one. Then I was okay with the $800 one. And then this, I don't even know what the vortex spinning thing cost. <laughs> yeah, that was just there one day. Okay, well, that's one of our next podcast. I want to do some more research right, into I'll, that. I'll find more about the, the vortex thing. Okay, cool. Um, anything else to add? Uh, no. We've got our challenges. Good. Yep. Uh, no. What's that? What are our challenges? Uh, oh, I'm, you well, have I've got, got a twenty-four-hour right? fast. Okay. You've okay. got whenever you decide to do your three-day fast, you haven't uh, got a set date. Well, for yet. yeah, that's every three months. So that'll be three months from, oh, I don't know, December. <laughs> December. There you go. Okay. I guess it'll be quieter with like, clients and stuff. Well, also, December's the decadent month. Also, yeah. so it'd be nice to. Um, prepare myself for that. Yeah. And then... I think if, if you do something like that in the middle of December, before Christmas, would you be more or less likely, because I haven't done it, less likely to be horrendously naughty after making that effort? Is around Christmas time, I never want junk food, even Christmas, I'm so healthy. What? But it's the day after Christmas, that what? one week is where I start craving food. Is that that leftovers? I think so. I don't know what it is because I do all the cooking. I do all the shopping. And Christmas Day, I barely eat. I'm not hungry because I think so cooked the whole day. Our family have mastered through nagging of us um, to stop bringing so much food. You yeah. Know, it's just like – and then you've got a billion leftovers. Yeah. And the, and also how we do it is everyone's got to bring something. That's mm-hmm. And you get allocated what you've got to bring. And then nobody leaves – Without taking stuff. <laughs> so it's so then you just, everyone creates a plate <laughs> of the leftovers. Yep, and then see, like, off you go. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone gets, like, everyone gets food for the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, just, it could be, used to be you'd have enough ham for a week. Yeah. But that's not, what I no, Oh, I was last, like, because we were such a big family the next day. You could get a couple of days out of the food. Mm. Yeah, that's not good. Okay. Perfect. Oh, 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 oh. Is that it? Yep, that's it. Okay. Adios. Goodbye. Awesome. Thank you.